Okay, we're going to learn a Fabrengen from uh, 1980, 8th of Cheshvan, Parshas Lachacha. And let's go right to it. Among the unique qualities which are in this week's Shabbos is the fact that it's immediately after the 7th of Cheshvan. That year, the 8th of Cheshvan was Shabbos, the day in which uh, people returned from their pilgrimage to Yushalayim on Sukkot, when everyone, even the last Jew, already returned to home and to usual daily life. Despite the great descent in comparison to the circumstance where every, when, in which everyone was in the Beis HaMikdash, in the level the Jews were um, then in comparison to where, they, to where they went when they went home, especially the last Jew whose home was on the other side of the, uh, by, the by the river Pras, near the, the, by the by the very border of Israel, um, that distance indicates that he's in a very low spiritual state. So every time a Jew went to Jerusalem, even if it was during the week, that trip brought that Jew to a higher level. How much more so going to Jerusalem on the holiday, uh, to see the face of God, as the Torah says, three times a year, especially Sukkot, the time of our joy, how much more so in the year of Hakel, all the Jews heard the king read the Torah, and it was meant to convey the same experience as hearing it directly from God at Mount Sinai. So leaving the, the temple and going back home was with joy. As the Torah says, they went to their tents with joy and gladness of heart. So the question is like this. They just left the base of Migdash. So how could it be that they had such a great joy? How could it be that they left the base of Migdash and they had such a great joy uh, to the extent the Torah says they're going, they're leaving the base of Migdash, they're coming home happy and with gladness of heart. The explanation is like this. Here the, the question, here the question of Israel. They're leaving the base of Migdash, they're leaving Tishrei, and the Torah says they went back to their tents with joy and gladness of heart. The answer is, the point of going home, where everyone had to uh, get occupied with worldliness and physical things, was in order to make that place too a home for Hashem. As it says in the Torah, I will dwell within them in the plural, meaning that God doesn't only dwell in the Beis HaMikdash in a simple sense, but rather in every Jew, in every Jewish home, and all the physical, earthy things, mundane things with, the, with which a Jew is occupied with. As the Torah says, and all your, all your deeds should be for the sake of Hashem, all your ways you should know Him. That's the purpose of going home. So in this sentence that God says, this phrase, I will dwell within them in the plural, in the Mikdash, in the, in the temple that Jews will make from their mundane things, there is an advantage. The advantage is the light that comes from the darkness, right? If you light a light, like light a candle during, when it's dark outside, there's much greater light. That's why when they went home, it, this was with joy and gladness of heart. We spoke many times, Rebbe says, that spiritually, the temple and everything about the temple is whole today too. So it's understood regarding the seventh of Cheshvan that this is the time of the conclusion of the visit to the Beis HaMikdash, because the visit includes coming back home, and it also exists now in time of exile and also outside of Israel. A proof for this is the reason why the time... Why do they ask for rain in Israel only from the seventh of Cheshvan and on? Looks like they worked, uh, their request for rain trickled out to, to over here. Uh, that's in the Gemara that 
Hashem irrigates all the world through Israel. Anyways, but why do they begin to ask for rain now? This is because this is the time when the last Jew arrived home. So that's why they ask for rain now, even though it would seem now no one's going to visit the base of Mingdash. But still, since there's a spiritual visit, visit to the temple, so the spiritual visit to the temple is finished on the seventh of Cheshbon. There's even a halacha, there's a, even a law in Jewish law that a, a document, and a document in Torah, it's important to know how people speak. So even outside of Israel, in, when you write in the document that this loan, let's say, is, is, is due after the holiday, what that means is 15 days after the holiday, because until 15 days after the holiday, until the seventh day of Cheshvan, people are still occupied with the holiday. So that's why the... Um, Yaakov when Yaakov was on his journey, the orderly, normal way that Jew serves Hashem, when a Jew goes into his way, into his mundane things, when does that start? That he has to serve Hashem all your ways and all your actions for the sake of heaven. When is he getting into his own stuff? That's mainly on the seventh of Hashem. So even though the um, transition from the holiday to mundane things is a huge descent, but there's a rule. The Torah says, every descent is for the purpose of an ascent, in order to reach a higher level than before. So it's understood that the descent into the mundane throughout the year is for the sake of an ascent. Because specifically by being occupied in mundane, lowly things, and making them a home for God, specifically through this we fulfill God's, God's desire of having a home in the lowest realm, where does he want to have the home? In the place where there's nothing lower than this. And that's why... Only after we leave the, hol- the month of Tishrei, which has so many holidays, and we go in and, and we leave not just the hol- month of Tishrei, but we go out of all of the things that are connected with the holiday, which continue until the seventh of Cheshvan, and we go into Yemei HaMaisa, we go into uh, work days throughout the year, only, and we get, get occupied with uh, mundane things. So not only should that not take away the joy, uh, minimize the joy, which was the time of Sukkot, and as the Torah says, you're supposed to take the joy with you from Simchas Torah and throughout the year, but now is not not take, take it away, but more. Since now we are occupied with making our mundane things into a home for God, so we have to have more joy because we, are, we have now merited to become an emissary of God to make the world a home for Him. It's just like when the Jewish people left, each, left the base of Megdash, they went back to their tents, and why they go to back their tents with joy? Because they're going to do the will of Hashem. They're going to be ambassadors of Hashem to make the world itself a home for Hashem. So they went home, they were full of joy. So based upon this concept, that this idea of Jacob going on his journey has to be joyous, it's understood also the emphasis of the Torah's words, Jacob went on his journey. He, he, he moved, he... he that a Jew has to always be in a state of movement. As the Torah says, Mylon Bakhadesh always have to go higher and higher. And not only you have to always go higher and higher, the way this idea of, of Mylon Bakhadesh, of ascending in matters of holiness, has to be in a novel way, incomparably higher than the way things were till now. That's the true idea of movement, as it says in Chsis, many places, is where you're completely. Um, completely left the place you were before. If you've moved a little bit away and some, some, some connection place before, it's not called movement. So that's what especially emphasizes this Shabbos, Lech Lecha, which the theme of this Shabbos has his name, Lech Lecha, movement, go. And the Pasuk explains, where should you go? You have to, you have to, you have to, go, have to make, a, make a step 
which has nothing to do with where you were before. You have to leave your birth, your land, your birthplace, your father's house, even if they're holy. As we were learning earlier this week, that, that even if you're involved in something holy, but Hashem is asking us this week to make a dramatic step away from everything before to go to a completely higher level. Since it's your land, your birthplace, your father's house, what does that indicate? It means there's a limitation. You're comfortable there. That's something which is yours. It's where you are, your stomping zone, where you go. This is my land, my birthplace. So Hashem says, okay, I get that. That's not bad. But this Shabbat, Hashem says, leave all of that. And you have to go away from it. And where should you go? Go to the land God says, and I will show you. That Hashem shows you. What does it mean that Hashem shows you? It means going to the infinite, going beyond limitation. And this is the unique relationship of the joy of Jacob going on his journey. Why is there such a joy in Jacob going on his journey? Joy breaks all boundaries. And therefore, the joy of Yaakov going, moving on his journey, is associated with movement. Yaakov, halachadarka, means that Jacob is going beyond all limitations. And that's why he has to have joy, because you can't go beyond all limitations without joy. Joy breaks boundaries. It's especially emphasized this idea of being of serving Hashem with joy in our times. Why in our times? Dr. Breshman is wondering, yes, why in our times? And the answer is, let me tell you what the Rebbe describes our times. The Rebbe says, in our time, when darkness covers the earth, and, there is, and there's a thick darkness for the nations, but for the Jewish people, there's no connection. As the Torah says, even the time when darkness covers the earth, God says, I shine upon you. Hashem's light shines upon you. God guards you. God is your shadow. On your right hand, the, the, the sun cannot harm you by day nor the moon by night. And on the contrary, since nations are fighting against other nations in such a wild way, which never happened, what does the Talmud say when nations do this? Expect the feet of Mashiach. When this is happening, with all this turmoil, and there's all this kind of upheaval of, of, of war and fighting, on the contrary, the Gemara says, now is the time to expect the feet of Mashiach. And through joy, you strengthen your trust in God. You hear Dr. Preston? Through joy, you strengthen your, your, your trust in Hashem. What's your trust in Hashem? Your trust is, as, Torah, as King David said in the same psalm, the guardian of Israel does not sleep or slumber, and it, and it strengthens your expectation of the feet of Mashiach. It, it strengthens your feeling of, as Maimonides say, I, says, I wait for his coming every day. Which the meaning of waiting for his coming every day, trusting in God, is this, this is enhanced through joy, with greater strength and greater power. The joy makes us better. Another concept. It says about one of the children, one of the Pelusha Tzadikim, one of the great Tzadikim, when he was a child, his um, father saw he wanted to eat an apple, and he said to his son, it's not time for an apple. So his son was very, very smart. So his sons made the bracha, so his father had no choice but to give him the apple. Don't tell the story to your children when they're too young, by the way. Anyways, um, so regarding our subject, through this itself, the Jews are joyous with the joy of Mashiach. Why? Because they trust in God. That itself, the fact that we're... Why, the father couldn't refuse his son. He made the brach on the apple. So too, when Hashem sees that we are so sure in the coming of Mashiach, and we're leaning on Him, we're expecting it from Him, this itself will speed in this will cause Hashem to, to, to go with, so to speak, more alacrity, our Father in Heaven, when He sees it, we're making the bracha, we're already thanking Him, wow, Mashiach is coming. That already will, will uh, bring Him 
to fulfill our heart's desires. Um, so it's obvious that oh, this has nothing to do with what the Gemara calls the Chikas Akeitz. The Gemara says you're not supposed to force the coming of Mashiach. What the Gemara is referring to is doing practical Kabbalah, trying to make angels make oaths to you to do various things. That's what the Gemara means when it says don't try to force Mashiach. We're not talking about that. We're talking about learning Torah, doing mitzvahs with joy and doing, and, and, and doing more. And this includes, and it's obvious, in thinking about the meaning of the words. When you're standing before God and you're saying to God, may our eyes see your return to, to Zion and mercy, think about what you're saying. And when you say the words, may you speed up the coming of Tzamech, of Mashiach, and mean it with an emes. And then when you say those words, Rebbe says, you should ask yourself, what did I do today about this? When you say the words, may, may my eyes see your return to Tzien, I'm supposed to ask myself, what did I do for this to happen? So, in short, we did so far, is that we learned that departure from Jerusalem, departure from the Beis HaMikdash, the Torah associates this with, with incredible joy. Why is there joy? Because here you're becoming an ambassador of God to make the world a home for Hashem. So, so you're actually causing Hashem to have even greater joy than Hashem had before. Because in the Yerushalayim, it's not a home in the lowest realm. Where is it a home in the lowest realm? When you leave and you go home. And now there's such a joy by Hashem. So, so the joy that has to be, has to be in a way of, of beyond limitations and boundaries. Because when, in, since the, the theme of this, this time is, is Yaakov Holochadakev, Jacob going on his journey, which movement means completely away from the place you were before, this joy propels you to go beyond boundaries. You can't go beyond boundaries by, but when, when you're lazy and tired and sluggish and upset. The only way to go beyond boundaries is with joy. So, so there, therefore, there's a special emphasis in this concept. If this concept applies now, on the seventh of Cheshvan, Jacob goes and going on, his, going on his journey, he's leaving everything before, and he has to make a whole higher step in the service of God. He has, to, he has to go beyond his limitations, even though he's doing wonderful things before, but Hashem says, go beyond your limitations. If that's the call of the hour, the only way to do that is, is with joy. Joy breaks all boundaries. I know a Jew, and I can say the whole story right now, but no, I know a Jew was by the Rebbe, and it was a regular Wednesday afternoon, and the Rebbe is walking back from Mincha, and the Rebbe, this guy's dancing. He's, you know, he's, he's, he wasn't he wasn't used to the excitement over there apparently, and or maybe he was, but he 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 knew how to get in touch with the real excitement, and not to not to, that shouldn't dissipate. So he's dancing and dancing, and everyone, all of his friends who knew him from where he was from, like like moved away from him because they were like embarrassed. And so when the Rebbe walked by, the Rebbe said, "Good yantif, good yantif." I mean, he turned it into a yantif. That's the, what they was talking about. You go, Yaakov, you go back to your mundane, back to, but think about it. You're making a home for Hashem where you are. You're creating a home for God. That's God's greatest happiness is here. So what's the joy of the Torah? We're, joy, we're rejoicing in God's joy. Where is there greater joy? You're going to the mundane. That's where Hashem's greatest joy is. And in order to do this in a, successfully, uh, this, 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 this transition, there has to be the joy, especially... Because the Torah doesn't just want us to do this, the Torah wants us to do this in a way that we're making dramatic steps beyond wherever we were before. That where we were before is completely gone and we're, we're totally new in a whole no, higher, no, higher level. That's the theme of Lechacha. And this, this joy also enhances our trust in God and this enhances and speedens the coming of Mashiach. Okay, there we concludes. In order to connect the above mentioned about Yaakov going on his journey, you know, movement, 
and to continue to add and turn mitzvahs, do this with joy, with something practical. So Rebbe said, I'm going to repeat again the suggestion, which I suggested in previous Fabrengans, that every single Jew should accept upon themselves, without a vow, to add every single day of the year in the study of Torah and giving tzedakah, which includes all mitzvahs, especially before Shabbos and Yantiv, to give a double amount for Shabbos and Yantiv. So you should give every day to charity, every day to study Torah, and before Shabbos and Yantiv to give extra, to give double. And this is connected with joy. Why is it connected with joy? Because it says in the Torah, the commandments of God are upright, and they gladden the heart. Also regarding tzedakah, it says in the Talmud, it has to be given with joy and gladness of heart. So since this is a year of hakel, a year which unites all the Jewish people, men, women, and children, into one community, it's appropriate, it would be even better, that the addition of the study of Torah should be in something, the Torah portion of the week, which connects all the Jewish people, and the addition and charity every day should be in the number of ten. Since there are ten categories of, Jew, of Jews, and that's, that's what the year of Hakel is about, the, uh, about uni- in uniting Jewish people, so you should give every day of Hakel numbers of ten to charity. Not just to give charity, but to give in numbers of ten. So again, to study Torah in something of the Torah portion of the week, because that's what everyone's studying. So your addition to Torah study should be about the Torah portion of the week, and you should give in numbers of ten. Elsewhere, I remember correctly, the Rebbe said not to give the same amount every day, so it shouldn't become a vow. So it should be in numbers of ten, but don't give the same amount every day because then it's, then it's like a vow. Or if you have to, then I guess you have to make, make sure you say bling nether. Okay. May be Hashem's will that the joy should add, that the joy that we will have in, by adding in Torah and its commandments should break through the, the limitations, the exile in simple sense that very speedily we'll have the true speedily in our days mamash. All right. Any questions or comments? Are we ready? Let's do this. Hazak, Hagun Shabbos, Abisol, Shabbos, Abzev, Shabbos, David, Shabbos, Aviva, Rasmus, and Peretz.